Knit British, episode four, an Edinburgh Yarn Festival exclusive. It's Louise again, and you're joining me on a very exciting morning. Hello, thank you for joining me again so soon. I know it's not long since last we spoke. Welcome in to regular listeners and a huge hello and welcome in to those of you who are joining me for the first time today. This is not going to follow the pattern of the usual podcast. There is no cast on cast offs today. There are no wool shop shout outs or yarn reviews. We are here under very special and exciting circumstances. It was a year ago that I was tweeting and blogging about my excitement about attending the first Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Those of you who are readers of the blog of old will probably remember this. The first Edinburgh Yarn Festival was held on Saturday the 16th of March last year. It was in the Out of the Blue Drill Hall in Leith and it was hugely well received. The event was created by three knitting friends who saw a gap in the market and thought they could be the people to create Edinburgh's first ever yarn festival extravaganza. The three organisers were Mika, otherwise known as Yarn Pony, an Edinburgh-based dyer, Joe Kelly and Linda Algren. And they created something that was unique, vibrant, a totally urban yarn festival and I think it really grew much bigger than anybody could ever have believed. Like me, there were so many who longed for a really great yarn festival in Scotland. And not just in Scotland, but, you know, a city festival. And Glasgow has the Glasgow School of Yarn, which is just as well received. And there are other small yarn festivals around Scotland. But it was high time Edinburgh had its own one too. And you will have heard me bemoan the fact that when I lived in Edinburgh there were no great yarn stores and and now there are and it's just so exciting to see and there was no other exciting time to hold the first yarn festival in Edinburgh. The drill hall was packed with visitors and exhibitors and it really was an amazing event. I have to say I was slightly worried for everyone's woolen garments because it had been raining, people had been queuing to get inside, it was pinned There was lots of damp woolens and I did worry that people would be going home with felted shoulders and uh, uh, elbows. But one woman said to me she'd never been so happily jostled about in her life. It really was a good fun uh, and I hope everyone took it as such, even if they were jostled slightly. (laughs) As soon as the event was over, people were on the Ravelry group and the website asking when the next festival would be in 2014 and they were full of enthusiasm and suggestions. I think quite a few of those people were a little bit disappointed to realise that there wasn't going to be a festival in 2014, but it would return in 2015. Uh, For me, this is excellent because it means I can save up airfare (laughs) to visit from Shetland and my purse will take a rest for a year, which is excellent news. The organisers, Joe and Mika, who are now a duo, by the way, because Linda has moved to Sweden. Hello, Linda, if you're listening. Joe and Mika realised that, of course, the festival has grown arms and legs and become bigger than they ever expected it to be. And so they really wanted to give it their full attention, take the time out and 
come back in 2015 with something even better. So it is almost a year, as I said, to the day since the first Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And as I was going to be in Edinburgh and meeting up with Joe and Mika, I thought that I might see if they had any little tidbits or exciting morsels of news that they could tell me so that I could tell you. (laughs) And little did I know that they had an exclusive to reveal on Knit British, that being the date of the festival next year and, very excitedly, the venue. Now, they have very kindly asked me to break the news to you and this is very exciting and extremely hot off the press. So I would like to say a huge thanks to Jo and Mika for bestowing me with that honour. I would say to you, get your diaries and pencils at the ready, for you are about to have the date and time revealed to you. I will just say something about the sound. We were in a bar, <laughs> lush as that we are, and uh, no, we were, we thought we were in quite a quiet area of the bar, but there is a little bit of background noise, but I'm sure you don't mind a bit of hubbub in the background when you're about to hear some exciting news about Scotland's most contemporary and exciting yarn festival. So, without further ado... (laughs) I am here with Joe and Mika, two of the organisers, the two organisers of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival in a very swanky hotel bar yeah, very in Edinburgh. The Sherson Grand. Yes, very fitting. It's mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the kind of place I see myself. <laughs> so when I knew I was going into Edinburgh, then I wondered if there may be some exciting news that they might have to tell me about the Edinburgh Yarn Festival next year in 2015. There might just be... Yeah. A little tidbit of news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, uh, little something to whet your appetite. Well, first of all, you decided not to do it this year. So, what was your reasons for that? We realised that we needed to find a really great venue to do it. Um, the place that we had before was great, but it was too small. Um, for the number of people who <laughs> who came, sixteen hundred visitors yeah. and about all in total two hundred people sort of visitors as in supporting stalls, stall holders, stall holders, visitors, volunteers, <laughs> hangers on. We had a number of uh, accidental dogs? volunteers, <laughs> dogs, that sort of thing. So all in all, I think we, we tallied up at 1,800 for the okay. day. So that wow. was quite quite a lot. So yeah, we've outgrown the venue, so we need to go somewhere else. And uh, that took quite some time. We didn't want to rush it. So we found the perfect venue now in Edinburgh and uh, yeah, we can reveal it's going to happen again, March 2015 on the 14th and 15th of March, is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, two-day event. Two days. Two days. And it's going to be in the Corn Exchange. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's an yeah. excellent venue. Yeah. It's really great. It's got um, a couple of different areas for exhibitors, but more than that it's got areas for people to sit down to sit and knit it's got um, a fair bit of catering it's got a lot of room to move about and I think that was that was really quite important it's all very accessible that was very important to us as well Um, so uh, we're absolutely delighted yeah 
it's great. Yeah. It's, it's a great team at the Corner Exchange, very supportive. They are very professional. They're used to uh, helping other events along and mature. They've been hosting the art fair for uh, nine years. Something I think it's like that, in yeah. the 10th year this year. So um, they've been great so far helping us make the decision. Um, yeah, so we're really looking forward working with them and making a fantastic success. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Fantastic. And- most importantly we can fit so many more people in yeah. <laughs> there's exactly. going to be more wool yeah. more wool more room for people yeah more workshops total wool yes more workshops yeah yeah, yeah. The, the workshops um, it might be uh, um, a case of holding them in a couple of areas or even more but yeah. it's uh, that's definitely going to happen and that's part of the plan yeah so there are going to be more workshops and because it's over two days that is the reason alone why we can double the workshops in-house, but we're also uh, we're having a little venue just right very close to, to the corner exchange for a couple of workshops as well, so that's what we're looking at at the moment. This is the plan, but um, really the focus is on having a fantastic festival and experience for visitors who want to come and see all the different exhibitors so that's really our our main main focus there are other events who do fantastic work for workshop focused gatherings like you know danny's event and brighton brighton unwind so uh, ours is really i wouldn't say the opposite but we are focusing on the knitters experience from the exhibition point of view we want to see lots of different vendors Excellent. we're going to have 100 plus stalls this time and um yeah we we want to have some workshops and we want to do want to offer something nice but it's going to be complementary it's not going to be the main focus of our event so we're particularly happy that we have found a venue that is still within the city city center yeah. it's about a 10 minute bus ride from Haymarket from the city center it's accessible mm-hmm. by public transport it's got a little train station right across the road so it's perfect um, yeah it's just what we were looking for there's just no alternative for the event mm-hmm. we wanted to stage or we want to stage the corner exchange really the only place that can basically uh, accommodate the amount of people and can help us achieve uh, what we want to do so yeah, we're very pleased about that very excited it's going to be fantastic and do you have any exhibitors lined up yet is it too early to say yeah uh, we, we can't really reveal yeah. anything but we know that lots of the exhibitors from last year are very keen to join again uh, but we also have uh, our own personal shortlist of people we've approached and we really like uh, to come along. So it's going to be very interesting. We're very The selection uh, of the exhibitors is going to be something or is something that's very close to our heart. And we really want to make sure we get the interesting people and not just randomly selling stalls. We really want to make sure we have a fantastic mix and um, yeah. You know, the most fantastic yarn department store for, for a weekend. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I it. love it. So and department store I guess is really is really the word because we're not looking to recreate Woolfest up here in Edinburgh. What we want is an urban yarn festival, no wellies, we want warmth, comfort, 
uh, a nice atmosphere. Not so that, not that we don't like those. Things. Oh no, we love it. <laughs> it just but, doesn't really. Yeah, fit but other people so. do it so well already. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I know there will be some people who think, "How about the Highland Hall and Ingolston? Wouldn't that be great?" But it's not us. We're not that. I think that is what was so good about last year was that not only was it the first Wool Festival for Edinburgh. And probably first major wool festival for Scotland, really. Mm, yeah. It was what knitters wanted. I think you really hit the balance right with the stalls that you had and the kind of workshops that you had. And I think it was a real a, a wool festival for knitters. I know that sounds a bit mad, but it, yeah. no, it sounds it's exactly what we wanted to achieve yeah. actually. And it's I mean, it is exactly what we are. Yeah. And so it's not a great stretch to to say. I would like this, 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 and this. Let's go and do <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think that's basically yeah, what we did. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's lots of... Uh, we, we're looking at f- fancy frippery and little bits and pieces and mm-hmm. stall holders that offer mm-hmm. things that complement uh, what all knitters like. So it doesn't necessarily just n- need to mean yarn. Uh, it could be a really nice supplier or maker of bags and something that's very local, very specific and has some sort of connection to Edinburgh and would be appealing to knitters. So we really try to do a real, real nice mix yeah. of a really nice mix of things. So yeah, yeah it's going it. to be like a giant candy store for knitters. That's what's I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah, Thank you so much for revealing that exclusively. Exclusively, exclusively yeah. To British. Yeah, we have the sheep costume ready for you, Louise. <laughs> no problem. And we're looking forward to you joining us. <laughs> How exciting is that? And you heard it here first on Knit British. <laughs> Thank you again so much to Mika and Joe for giving me the absolute pleasure of revealing that to you. So, once you finish squealing, <laughs> I will reiterate that those dates are the 14th and 15th of March for the second Edinburgh Yarn Festival, which will be at the Corn Exchange in Edinburgh. I am really enthused again and excited after listening to that, even though I was there. Uh, (laughs) And I really hope that I am leaving you also bristling with excitement for what the next Edinburgh Yarn Festival will be. Did you go last year? Are you planning on going next year? Get on over to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival Ravelry Group and to their website, which is www.edinyarnfest.com. And I'll put all the links on the show notes, along with some photos from the first festival. Although I have to admit that I spent more time buying things and taking pictures, but I do have a few. (laughs) But get over there and start chattering and start excitingly planning your 2015 trip to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And hopefully, if I'm allowed, as time goes on, I'll be able to wheedle more little tidbits and exciting morsels of news about the EYF for you uh, on future podcasts. Thanks so much for joining me and listening along. And if you want to hear more, you will find the other podcasts on the blog, which is www.knitbritish.net. You will also find me on iTunes if you search for Knit British. You can find me on Twitter as Louise B. Scully. I'm Lyra on Ravelry and I'm also Louise Scully on Pinterest. Join me again next time when I have more news from my Edinburgh trip, including a wool shop shout out when I go to visit Jess at Ginger Twist Studios in the city. The music was 
very appropriately called Good News, and you can find them on Music Alley. Thanks again, and I'll see you soon. Bye.